This is News Talk. Well, you heard him in the news speaking in English there, and the Irish Examiner goes this morning with the fact that the Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is going to address the Oireachtas next month. The Examiner uh, has a quote from the Count Corl of the Dáil saying, a decision by Vladimir Zelensky to address the Oireachtas will be a hugely important moment, according to Shona Faril. He's accepted an invitation from the Count Corla to address the Dáil and Shannad by video link on April 6th. It's been confirmed in an Oireachtas statement released last night and obviously Vladimir Zelensky is a very, very busy man so I know that uh, politicians will be delighted that he's able to take time certainly at this juncture he's able to take time on April 6th to speak to uh, TDs and uh, Senators I assume they'll all be in the room for it and the Count Corla has said the address is a hugely important occasion for the Irish Parliament to show its solidarity with Mr Zelensky and the people of Ukraine Carl Berry first looking for him to address the and now that is going to happen. The Irish Times goes with US, says up to 10% of Russia's forces lost. Up to 10% of Russia's forces have been lost in the first month of its war in Ukraine as the bombardment of the besieged port city of Mariupol and other population centres continued. Lara Marlowe is still in Lviv uh, writing <coughs> very movingly about the experiences of some of those affected by the war in Ukraine there and um, we are today of course one month into this war and that's why Vladimir Zelensky is asking people to come out to their town squares and their villages and show solidarity with Ukraine. On to other stories, the Irish Independent looking at property tax uh, and I didn't realise more than 300,000 people haven't filed their local property tax return yet. Now, you might wonder, well, what sanctions are they going to face? Well, they're being given a bit of time here because despite the fact that more than 300,000 people uh, still haven't filed months after the deadline, revenue is actually stalling on taking action against them. Uh, li- obviously, COVID restrictions have recently been lifted, so many families are only starting to emerge from the pandemic's financial impact. So revenue has suspended most of its sheriff enforcement activity, including actions against those who are failing to comply with the local property tax rules. Um, and obviously, revenue has this week started to take funds from the bank accounts of homeowners who've opted to pay by annual direct debit. So a lot of people still haven't registered. Looks like you're being given some time. We don't know how much time, though. And as you know, revenue do have a lot of powers in this area, so I wouldn't be delaying for too long. The Irish Daily Mail, 1,400 over 75s, waiting 24 hours in A&E. You heard Paul Reid on the Pat Kenny show here on News Talk yesterday saying that really there's a perfect storm in the health system at the moment. A load of staff are out sick with COVID-19. There's a lot of COVID cases in the community. That means that a lot of people are ending up in hospital with the virus. Then he was also saying as well that there's a lot of people arriving into A&E and ending up on trolleys and it's a perfect storm in hospitals. Now we hear more than 1,400 patients aged over 75 waiting more than a full day for a hospital bed in emergency departments last month. Uh, And that's certainly a cause 
for concern because hospitals are having to make big, big decisions here on what they do about it. Several of the newspapers go with Conor McGregor, the Irish Daily Star, the Irish Daily Mirror and the Irish Sun, all going with the fact that Conor McGregor has been arrested in Dublin for alleged dangerous driving in his Bentley. His car was seized but later returned. He was charged and will appear in court next month and they've some photographs of Conor McGregor posing with that Bentley which is worth nearly 200 grand if you're to believe some of the papers this morning. Now interesting story in the Irish Times obviously a lot of focus in recent months uh, on killings, domestic violence killings, killings in the home, particularly the killing of women in the home. And the Irish Times says this morning that there's going to be big reviews carried out in future cases where women are killed by their partners to examine if state agencies missed previous red flags, if there's more state agencies could have done. I assume this would be if someone had been engaged with mental health services or something like that um, and then goes on to kill a partner. Um, So this is all going to be looked at as part of plans to tackle gender-based violence. And the Irish Times has seen a draft of the strategy into domestic violence killings and gender-based violence. Another aspect of it, which is very interesting, is that they're going to fund extra lighting in public areas and they're going to introduce safe spaces where people can wait for public transport. Not sure of the finer details of that, but the idea would be that there'd be somewhere you could go where you feel safe, well lit, uh, you feel safe waiting for your bus or Lewis or whatever to come. So there's a lot of talk in the papers about gender-based violence um, and obviously public lighting very very important for people in terms of visibility so uh, we'll see what happens with that now TikTok is in the papers Uh, it's in the Irish Examiner very interesting a a Kerry principal went on Radio Kerry and was concerned about teachers who want to report and remove harmful videos about their students uh, these videos ending up on TikTok so the teacher went on Radio Kerry this is Dermot Healy and raised concerns TikTok seemed to have heard some of his concerns about teachers being uh, given more resources and being able to take down TikTok videos. TikTok got in touch and the principal says that the platform engaged meaningfully with the school to remove the problematic content there. So it does show speaking out does work and sometimes you think it's you versus these big tech giants and what hope do you have? But he was able to uh, engage with TikTok and get some of the videos removed and he's now calling for more resources for teachers to be able to take down some of those videos. Uh, What else do we have in the papers this morning? Interesting one in the Irish Daily Star. um, Nicola Donnelly writing here that police in the UK are scouring CCTV footage after reports that up to 30 passengers helped themselves to booze for hours at an airport bar after the taps were left on by mistake. And of course... Uh, The passengers are rumoured to be Irish. They're being investigated by Merseyside police following allegations of theft of a large quantity of alcohol from Liverpool's John Lennon Airport. It's alleged a group of of up to 30 passengers helped themselves to alcohol while waiting for their departure flight. The bar was closed at the time, but the taps uh, still seem to be open and you're able to go in and get your pints. All the CCTV footage being examined there. We'll stay with the UK for our final story and we regularly ask the question are they never not at it this is when British media claim Irish as their own the latest example of this is in the Irish Daily Mail this morning 
Rachel Blackmore has been labelled as one of the greatest Britons by a British TV news channel. But of course, as we all know, she hails from County Tipperary. Rachel Blackmore enjoying lots of success across the water, obviously winning the Grand National. She won the Champion Hurdle and the Gold Cup at Cheltenham. Very, very popular uh, sporting star. Uh, and now it's not the first time Irish sporting success can often result in some stars being claimed as British by some of her friends across the water. But on Tuesday's GB News, the uh, host Dan Wooten featured the English journalist Dawn Neeson on the programme. And Neeson chose Rachel Blackmore uh, for the Greatest Britain segment. But the irony was, she actually said in it, because I saw the clip, so she said, my Greatest Britain, I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially she said, my Greatest Britain is Rachel Blackmore, who's back home in Ireland now after her big win. So she knew Rachel Blackmore was Irish, but still was saying she's the Greatest Britain. Uh, Blackmore hasn't commented on the nomination, um, but it is, it's the latest example of this, where they claim, you know, Katie Taylor, they constantly claim actors as their own when you're doing well now when you're not doing well they don't tend to claim you as British but certainly when you're doing well for some reason the British media or some aspects of it seem to love claiming the Irish as their own anyway on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com this is Newstalk